Today is Monday, October 25th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Dr. Fauci's evil Frankenstein experiments used your tax dollars to torture and murder small fluffy puppies. That seems like a crazy headline, unbelievable, but nope, this guy is such a bastard. He did exactly that. We have all the details for you. They are horrifying. Horrifying is what happens when Alec Baldwin takes a prop gun, fires it, and then kills a member of his own movie set and injures another. That's what happened on his New Mexico movie set, Rust. We have all of the gruesome details for you. Indeed, they are horrifying, along with the reports of an unsafe environment and three other misfires on the set. Bad news for Alec Baldwin and bad news for our country. A new caravan of 3,000 migrants stormed past the Mexican National Guard this weekend. They are angry, they are violent, and they are threatening violence on our southern border. Be prepared. They're carrying a Biden for all banner, and they plan on making your city a border town. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Cruella. She's like a spider waiting for the kill. Roger, Look she'll out hear you. Cruella de Vil. A little bit of Cruella de Vil there. Cruella de Vil, one of the most iconic and malevolent and darkest evil villains inside of the Disney animated universe. Why? Well, because she attacked puppies. That's right. She wanted puppies. She wanted to skin them and kill them ultimately so that she could have nice fur coats, so that she could have something for herself based on the misery and torture of little, small, innocent dogs. That's what makes Cruella DeVille such a bad guy. It is exactly that precise thing that makes Dr. Fauci a bad guy, because Dr. Fauci was, indeed, we now know, using American taxpayer dollars to the tune of 100 and 300, sorry, and 75,000, 375,000 American taxpayer dollars to fund the gruesome, barbaric experiments inside of a nation called Tunisia in North Africa. They would take small dogs, lock their heads inside of chambers, and have parasites eat them alive. They would even remove the vocal cords from the dogs so that they wouldn't bark or cry for help. I know this is shocking to you. You probably are a dog person, or at the very least have a heart and soul inside of your chest. Dr. Fauci has neither of those things. Dr. Fauci funded these experiments, and they sicken me. Sicken me. I am a dog person. I grew up with dogs. Dogs have souls, I truly believe. Dogs have a very special connection to mankind. Dogs are wonderful creatures. I love dogs a a, a lot. A, a whole lot. And when you are with a dog and when you have a connection to a dog, you realize how they are capable of communicating, they're capable of feeling, they're capable of having sorrow when you have sorrow, they're capable of comforting you, they're capable of experiencing joy, uh, learning. Obviously, dogs can learn very sophisticated processes. Uh, they call it man's best friend for a reason. That is why this specific animal uh, on Earth, uh, an Earth filled with hundreds of thousands of different animals, maybe millions of different animals, probably. I'm no zoologist. But only one of them holds the uh, holds the man's best friend title. 
man's worst friend, the worst person on planet Earth, is Dr. Fauci. Man's worst friend, because Dr. Fauci funded, we now know, uh, illegal gain-of-function research inside of the Wuhan Virology Labs. This research was intended to harm. That's just the only way to say it. There is no other explanation or excuse for pulling out dangerous coronaviruses from their natural reservoirs high up inside of caves in eastern China, far away from people or population centers, can't harm human beings, dragging them into laboratories and then experimenting on them so that they will become deadly to human beings. That's what gain-of-function is, and that is what Dr. Fauci funded. We now know that. Dr. Fauci funded that to the tune of some $3 million of your taxpayer money. Now we know that that that, that direct experimentation is what is most likely the cause of the COVID outbreak. That type of bastardization of nature and the unsafe and unsanitary conditions of the Wuhan Virology Lab is what led, indeed directly, to the outbreak of COVID and the destruction of the global society and all of our global norms and indeed our own rights as Americans, our rights to Virtually everything, including the air that we breathe. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. But he doesn't end there. As though his darkness and malevolence could not get any deeper, Dr. Fauci decided to be man's worst enemy and man's best friend's worst enemy in this shocking report. It is drawing bipartisan ire. Let's read the Report from The Hill here, bipartisan legislators demand answers from Fauci on cruel puppy experiments. A bipartisan letter demands answers from the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Fauci. White Coast Waste Project, White Coast Waste Project, the nonprofit organization that first pointed out that the U.S. taxpayers were being used to fund the controversial Wuhan Virology Institute, the institute that it is expected uh, and suspected that COVID escaped from, have now turned its sights on Dr. Anthony Fauci on other animal testing-related matters, in this one specifically infecting dozens of beagles. You know, beagles, cute little puppies, cute little beagles. They're a very adorable dog, very smart dog, very kind dog. With disease-causing parasites to test an experimental drug on them, House members want Fauci to explain himself in response to allegations brought by the White Coast Waste Project that involved drugging the puppies. According to the White Coast Coat Waste Project, the Food and Drug Administration does not require drugs to be tested on dogs, so the group is asking why it needed such testing. White Coast Coat Waste Project claims that 44 beagle pups were used in Tunisia, North African laboratory. Some of the dogs had their vocal cords removed, uh, 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 allegedly so scientists could work without the incessant barking. You know, when the dogs are just trying to survive or tell you that they're being tortured, they tend to bark. Humans do the same thing. Torture is, for me, reading this report, I am a dog lover deeply. Grew up with Labradors myself, Black Labs. Leading the effort is Representative Nancy Mace, writing a letter to the National Institutes of Health saying that the cruel and reprehensible misuse of taxpayer funds needs answering. Mace's letter was signed by a bunch of members of Congress, including a bunch of Democrats and Republicans altogether. Wow, the one singular topic that we can all agree on. 
Uh, our investigator shows that Fauci shipped $375,000 grant to the lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand flies so that the insects could eat them alive. Good heavens. This man is a monster. Dr. Frankenstein isn't even the start of it. That is a compliment. This is an insult to Dr. Frankenstein to call him Dr. Fauci-stein. They also locked beagles alone in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract the insects and the flies. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases did not respond for comment. Dr. Fauci is a monster. He's a monster. This person is an absolute menace to the global community. He makes things worse. He makes life worse for every living thing. He is a rat in a lab coat, as we have said many, many times on this show. And to call him Cruella DeVille, I suppose, after reading that report, is really an insult to Cruella DeVille. This guy is not deserving of anyone's praise or attention any longer. Let's end this charade where he's on every single Sunday show. He gets asked no tough questions. He is not held responsible for any of the evils that he has done. Let's drag him before an investigation and toss him perhaps into jail because, frankly, this guy has lied to Congress. We have detailed the three, four, five instances where he has out and out lied to Congress. Now, if you are on the left and you are defending Dr. Fauci, you're defending a man who tortures puppies. How low can you go? He tortures puppies with your tax dollars and then has their vocal cords removed because they bark too much while they're being tortured. There is just a basic element of human decency that this man lacks. It's been clear to everyone who watches him. He's just a dark creature and he should be thrown back into a dark cage. And let's see how he likes it, right? If he did this to, to dogs, leave them in the cages. Let's, uh, let's leave Fauci in the cage. I mean, honestly, because this is uh, what you deserve if you torture dogs, in my opinion. If you get off on torturing innocent animals, if you get off on making viruses more deadly so that they can infect humans, boy, you are a global menace and you do deserve to be put away, uh, quite frankly. And that is what I think that Dr. Fauci deserves. Whew, reading that report really got me angry. All right, well, enough about people who hate animals, enough about people who do not care for animals. How about people who do care for animals, people who love animals deeply, in fact? Farmers and ranchers, farmers and ranchers in America love animals more than any other group in America. I know this. I grew up surrounded by farms and ranches in Iowa, nothing but farms in every single direction. And these people, they live with their animals. Their animals live with them. They care for these animals. It is their livelihood. They must have healthy, happy animals. That's what makes American meat the best meat in the world. That's what makes American products and American meat products the best in the world, is that we have the best farmers and the best ranchers in the world who actually do care for their animals. So please, sign up for Good Ranchers. Good ranchers are literally good ranchers. They live up to their name. They will ship you 100% American-raised beef, 100% American-raised poultry, the most delicious steaks you've ever had in your life, and you will know that they were ethically raised by American farmers, by American ranchers to the highest of standards. 
Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny to get $20 off your first order and free express shipping. That's GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny to get $20 off your first order and free express shipping. Go to GoodRanchers.com today and eat like an American. All right. Well, someone who may be feeling the American justice system coming down on them soon is going to be Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is uh, experiencing some very bad news at the moment. A fatal shooting occurred on Alec Baldwin's set in New Mexico for a film that he is a producer on called Rust. That film is a Western set in the 1880s. Alec Baldwin was swinging around a prop gun. I don't like that everyone's calling it a prop gun. If it can fire a real round and kill a person, which is precisely what happened, well, then I call that a real gun. But nonetheless, let's read the article and get the details. Uh, I have some mixed feelings on this story, that is for sure. Alec Baldwin kills one, injures another, an accidental shooting on movie set. Crew reports unsafe environment, three other misfires. All right, this is from the LA Times. Alec Baldwin fired a gun on the set of his movie that he was producing and acting in, killing cinematographer Hyanna Hutchins and injuring director Joel Souza. A search warrant released Friday said the film's armorer, the person who provides the guns, who was in charge of ensuring firearms on set were handled safely, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, 24, had laid out three prop guns on a cart outside of the filming location. The first assistant director, Dave Halls, grabbed the Colt from the cart and brought it inside to Baldwin, unaware that it was loaded with live rounds. That's right. I repeat, unaware that it was loaded with live rounds. Goodness gracious. The first rules of fire... Every rule of firearm handling is just being abandoned here. Just being thrown into the trash. Of course someone was going to get killed on a set that's being run like this. Cold gun, shouted Halls before handing the gun to Baldwin, using the phrase to signal to cast and crew that the gun was safe to fire for a scene, the warrant said. Seconds later, filming a scene inside an old Western-style church, Baldwin apparently aimed towards the camera and pulled the trigger, accidentally killing Hutchins as she was filming him and injuring Souza, who stood behind her. The gun that went off in Alec Baldwin's hand and claimed the life of Hyanna Hutchins was used for offset target practice by crew members and live ammo and blanks were stored together, sources said. Goodness gracious. This was just a kill box. Two production sources who previously worked with Gutierrez Reed, that's the armor, said that this was not the first time she was involved in an accident on a movie set. She once gave an 11-year-old actress a gun without checking it, described by a co-worker as green and inexperienced while using Alec Baldwin's Western uh, before the fatal accident. The camera operator and their assistants were frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low-budget film, including complaints about long hours, long commutes, and waiting for their paychecks, according to three people familiar with the matter who were not authorized to comment. Safety protocols standard in the industry, including gun inspections, were not strictly followed on the Rust set near Santa Fe, the sources said. They said that at least one of the camera operators complained last week to a production manager about gun safety on the set. Three crew members who were present at the Bonanza Creek Ranch set on Saturday said they were particularly concerned about two accidental prop gun discharges. So this had been happening during the film's uh, recording 
uh, and during the filming, this wasn't the first time. Baldwin's stunt double accidentally fired two rounds last Saturday after being told that the gun was cold. Lingo for a weapon that doesn't have any ammunition, including blanks. Two crew members who witnessed the episode, there should have been an investigation into what happened, a crew member said. There was no safety meetings. There was no assurance that it wouldn't happen again. All they wanted was a rush, rush, rush. A colleague was so alarmed by the prop gun misfires that he sent a text message to the production unit manager. We've now had three accidental discharges. This is super unsafe, according to a copy of the message reviewed by the Times. Again, the Los Angeles Times. So this is a classic example of the same people who go on and on and on about NRA members. The same people who go on and on and on about legal gun owners in America who are peaceful and who are practicing their God-given rights. Uh, Alec Baldwin has regularly and consistently blamed law-abiding, peaceful gun owners for mass tragedies. Not a single time in American history has an NRA member been responsible for a mass shooting. Not a single time. Yet people like Alec Baldwin regularly take to Twitter to talk about the evils of the gun owners in America. Yet they themselves, who make millions of dollars off of guns in movies, hard to find a Hollywood movie produced today that does not have a gun in it. Find me one. Find me a Hollywood blockbuster that does not include a gun. Please, I will wait. It is hard to really fathom a world more hypocritical than this, where you attack the rights of Americans to own guns, yet you make millions of dollars off using guns in your movies, and you don't care to ever go to the range yourself to practice gun safety, to understand how to use a gun safely yourself, and then horrible, horrible tragedies like this one occur. It is absolutely repugnant. Truly, you should be banned from using any guns on movie sets unless you own one yourself know how to operate a gun, know how to safely inspect a gun, it should not be allowed, in my opinion, because these people are a danger to themselves. Firearm safety is perhaps one of the most important things that citizens do in this country. Learn how to handle firearms. There are a lot of them out there. There are a lot of them available. We have a firm Second Amendment right in this country. And now it seems like much of the rights of Alec Baldwin are going to be under the gun uh, as Alec Baldwin will Alec Baldwin will probably face a massive lawsuit uh, resulting from this accident on his set, especially given the amount of negligence going on. Uh, the reports that Alec Baldwin was swinging the gun around and the reports that there was a, just an entire environment uh, lack of safety on this set is just damning for the actor. So we will keep you up to date. This was obviously the biggest story going into the weekend and over the weekend. Uh, we believe that they will probably result in a massive, massive lawsuit against Alec Baldwin uh, for the criminal negligence uh, of his set and its operations. Uh, it's just going to be a very, very bad day for the left-wing anti-gun actor.
It is going to be a bad day when a new migrant caravan reaches our border and they are going to be taking advantage of a collapsed border, a collapsed America, frankly, under Joe Biden, a collapsed dollar, a collapsed inflationary rate, a collapsed unemployment rate, a collapsed supply chain, indeed, and a collapsed future. What will that future look like in America? Well, it is looking grim, indeed, in the short term financially which is why this show is very proud to be partnering with Birch Gold. Birch Gold is one of the only ways that you can hedge against what is coming. The Democrats want to spend $3.5 trillion. A trillion dollars is a thousand billion. How much is a billion dollars? A thousand million. How much do you got in savings? Well, probably not that much unless you're Elon Musk. So if you don't want the government to come after your money, and if you want it to be worth something, well, then you should invest in gold. Gold and precious metals is something that holds its value over time, regardless of what our insane, drunken sailor Democrat spending us into oblivion want to do with the dollar. Gold and silver holds value. Birch Gold is the company that I trust with precious metals. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, Request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of volatile stocks and bonds and into precious metals. There's zero cost and zero obligation to request this info. So why wait? Text Benny to 989898. 9898. Again, request this free info kit on gold now by texting Benny to 989898. All right. Well, instability is certainly the cornerstone of the Biden administration. We live in an unstable time, a time where a lot of people are looking around and going, I don't even recognize this country anymore. Are we a country anymore? Certainly not. If the border is your guide, there needs to be a border for you to have a country. And there is no border under Joe Biden. There is no border, functionally, no border. We were down on the border. A Border Patrol agent looked me in the eyeball and said, we don't have a border. We are essentially welcoming agents for any migrant that shows up on the border. Any migrant that crosses illegally into our country, even though there are reams of American laws on the books passed, these are real laws, not executive orders, not mandates, laws passed through Congress, the House and the Senate, signed by the president, standing up to judicial review on the books, saying that it is criminal to cross into our country. Well, the Border Patrol agents are totally helpless. They have no ability to sit and enforce the laws if the executive branch that operates and runs them says to do otherwise. And Joe Biden is saying, let them come. Joe Biden, during the presidential debates, said, let them surge the border and they are listening to him. That's right. The migrants and criminal, would-be criminal migrants of the world are listening to Joe Biden and saying, all right, we accept. 
A caravan of 3,000 migrants, including some carrying Biden for all banners, pushed past outnumbered Mexican police as they stormed towards the U.S. border. That happened this weekend. Let's read from the Daily Mail. A caravan with thousands of migrants is making its way from Tachula, Mexico, to the U.S. border and Mexican officers struggled and ultimately failed to stop them on Saturday. Stop there for a moment. I saw the video online. You cannot stop an army of 3,000 people, and that's precisely what it is. It's an army. It's a mass of people. When 3,000 people push up against 300 people, what's going to happen? Unless you have the Leonidas uh, and the Spartans inside of the hot gates and the Persians are pushing forward, and you're able to stop, and ultimately they did indeed all die, according to legend. Nonetheless, you're not going to win. Not even the best-trained Spartans in the most famous Spartan tale were able to hold back a massive force like that. And indeed, these Mexican uh, immigration officials are certainly no Spartans. They just sort of backed off and these 3,000 migrants pushed forward right through Mexico, and they hope to reach the U.S. border in the coming weeks. The number of migrants are trying to gain entry is already hitting new records across America. Families from Haiti, South America, and Central America pushed past and tossed aside the police with anti-riot gear and shields who had been moved in anticipation to break up the hordes of people. We are going to resist... We are going to resist peacefully. We are not going for confrontation. We are going in the name of God and peacefully. And we want this to receive attention regarding the administrative immigration paperwork according to law, said one of the caravan leaders. Isn't that interesting? That they are saying that the Biden administration is allowing them in. That is precisely what they say. And that is precisely what is happening. The result is a collapsed border. This part of the report I find absolutely fascinating. The crowd carried American flags and banners supporting President Biden with them. That's right. Messages such as Biden for all, according to Fox News. The previous caravan also set out from the same location in Mexico and was broken up by Mexican Border Patrol agents in September. The group of about 800 largely Central Americans, Haitians, Venezuelans, and Cubans. Perpetual United Nations caravan there were subject to violent treatment by officials, the National Migration Institute said. On Saturday, a massive group, including families with young children, began trekking on foot from the city near the Guatemala border toward Mexico City. This time, Mexican police and Border Patrol agents were unable to contain the crowd. A highway checkpoint in Tallulah with 400 law enforcement officials aimed to block their path, but many migrants managed to break past. They just plowed through them, according to the footage. One family, including a woman and small children, were knocked to the ground in the crush of people and their belongings scattered. One of the caravan's organizers said that he was leading the group to Mexico City in protest of the lack of government assistance in the South, where officials have attempted to contain thousands of migrants and demand legal documents that would let the migrants move freely in the U.S. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is continuing to struggle with a surge in border crossings since the president came into office. Wow, isn't that interesting? Joe Biden said, surge the border, and that's precisely what they did. Migrant arrests have soared to a 20-year high in 2021. Data released by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection reported a peak during the summer with more than 213,000 incidents in July alone. 
slight decrease was recorded in September with 192,000 incidents. I grew up in a town of 5,000 people, so that is many, many, many orders of magnitude, more than the population of my entire hometown in Iowa. The scale of people is astronomical. The Biden administration is indeed encouraging the invasion of our country. What are they going to do when these people get to the border? What will happen? Well, we all remember a month ago with the Haitian migrants living under a bridge, then assaulting our police, then growing unruly and taking over buses, hijacking buses and biting our enforcement officers. What happens when they arrive and they are far more violent? One of the leaders of this movement has said that they intend on entering the U.S. and nothing will stop them, including the Border Patrol and the National Guard. Well, what exactly does that mean? That means that it is an invading force. As we have said here many times, the country's over. The country's finished if you can't control your border. There is no country because there is no nationality. This is the worldview of open borders. The worldview of open borders says, well, there shouldn't be borders in the first place, and people should just be allowed to move, and there should just be a global economy with a global currency, and nationality should mean nothing. We should just import and allow people to go in and out, and we will just have large protected cities, uh, you know, where the unwanted people will probably be kept out by massive walls. They'll resort to walls eventually. They resort to walls inside of their own properties. Joe Biden is reportedly building a $500,000 wall on his Delaware mansion property. So walls work when it comes to Joe Biden. I personally tried to go to Barack Obama's property in Washington, D.C., in the fanciest neighborhood in all of Washington, in a place called Colorama, and Barack Obama, of course, had a wall built to protect his own house, but none of these people will protect you, you see. They'll put up walls to protect themselves, just drive through Beverly Hills, nothing but walls in every direction, but they will not put up a wall to protect you because they do not care about you. It is quite simple. They also indeed want a population to enter this country that is more compliant and that is more grateful to them and that does not fight back the way that regular patriotic Americans do. Well, we are going to fight these policies. We are going to fight back now. The recent polling over the weekend shows that Joe Biden, uh, you know, should be building that fence pretty high because his polling numbers are in the uh, absolute toilet. They are the lowest they have ever been, according to Trafalgar Group. Uh, uh, Joe Biden has has never seen a lower poll and has dropped farther uh, than any president in modern American history as far as his high versus his low point of his presidency. So yeah, build that wall high in Delaware because uh, Joe Biden shouldn't want to be showing his face anywhere. He's an embarrassment to this country. Indeed, uh, we have a lot of work to do, but it all starts with Americans standing up and saying no more. It's what we do on the show every single day. Thank you very much for listening. Please punch the subscribe button on uh, any podcast platform that you're listening on and uh, give us a share. Tell your family and friends about the show. We deeply appreciate it. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.